tremendous looking trophy. Hello and welcome to the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be back, finally, doing Platinum Explosion. Uh, the PlayStation podcast that they'll decide to release a massive free DLC when we go off the air. Yep. Literally. Yep. The week. The week. Dylan's like, hey, this is the last episode of the year. PlayStation's like, we need to announce something big. And to be fair, I wasn't, I wasn't that, I wasn't that fussed at the time because I was thinking, yeah, like it didn't look like much, you know. Mm. Yeah. Probably not much to talk about. Anyway, get to that in a sec. Uh, yes, first episode back for 2024. We're officially back. Hope you missed us. Uh, quick housekeeping. Best of 2023 stuff all up on the website. Check out ExplosionNetwork.com. Everything's there. Go check it out. Uh, read all the things. Find out what we said the best game of the year was. It's not a PlayStation 1. <gasps> it, well, kind of. You can play it on PlayStation if you want. But um, Last of Us Part 2... Was it called Remastered? Is it just Remastered? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Last yes. was part two Remastered. I've played some. Um, I It's fine. Whatever. I'll have a review up. <laughs> I'll have a review up once I've <laughs> played a little bit more. Uh, just so, I, I'm not going to finish the game. Tonight. I just want to play a little bit more. But like, it's here's my quick thoughts. And I I seriously cannot be bothered spending too much time talking about it. I, I And to be fair, I've only played like half an hour of... Um, no, no return. Way home. No return. That way. Um. No way home. Uh. No return. I don't. I don't particularly love it. I think it's fine. I just. I find it very weird. I. I can't escape how weird that mode is in the game. Is my problem. And I understand that it's. It's not a me problem because I see how other people have wrote about the same thing. It's yeah. just very odd to have that. What especially like. I've played The Last of Us Part 2 once. Mm-hmm. It it made me just, you know, it, it turns your life upside down by the end of that game. It's it's a very distressing, distraught experience, right? Very It's a very impactful game mm-hmm. with its narrative. And, like, I picture Abby and Ellie in those last couple of hours, and then you jump into that mode, and it's just yeah, very weird. Like, it's just... See, I'd take it. <laughs> this is a game about the 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 cycle of violence and like choosing yeah. to continue the cycle of violence. And Naughty Dog is giving you the option to choose to continue the cycle of violence. And people are choosing to just continue the cycle of violence. So what does that say about us as gamers? We're fucked up. Not a lot we didn't know. <laughs> so, you know, don't be upset because Naughty Dog is enabling people to fulfill their yeah. fucked up urges. <laughs> and it, it's a weird th- it's a weird thing because I'm like, I get it. It's a video game, right? It's a video game that you have to make gameplay for him and play it. I just think I I personally cannot shut. Or I can't dissociate the story. And the other thing is, Last of Us is a game about the story. Like, the story is like sort of the number one thing in that game. I would say gameplay is like second. You know, I know the Depends narrative. Which Last of Us the, fan you're talking to? I guess yeah. Buddy Watson's you're talking like, about yeah, right. <laughs> it's all about the gameplay loop. It's all about the gameplay loop. Yeah. But yeah, for for me, obviously, and most people, I'd say story is number one. So I just find it very weird. Anyway, um, it's very pretty. Wait, it's very can beautiful. I just ask your gut? It, did this need to be released? Which is, I feel like is the question that I've seen in no, every single review. But being no, one hundred percent, it did not need to be released. 
I'm glad that they like people. So they did. They changed it, and we they were refunding people for paying for it and whatever else. Yeah, because um, you you couldn't upgrade before it no. launched, so people were pre-ordering I, it. They were pick, got I, refunded. I feel like in a world, and we'll talk about God. Of, I want to talk about God of War Ragnarok Valhalla a, a little bit more in a second. But in a world where that's free, I just I don't know how this is worth. Like God of War Valhalla. They should have charged for <laughs> if they if they if they're charging for this, you know, is is how I would. But we continue the idea of like upgrading it to a PS Five should be worth money. Which I'm not is saying it, it shouldn't be worth money. I just yeah. don't feel like it's necessary. I I I I think the game already looked great. So they should have just left it on PS Four, is what you're saying? No, I just. It's fine. It's there. You can still play it. Like the, I feel like the, the the necessity to port this when you can still play the PS4 one on the PS5 is less necessary than porting a PS3 game. But nobody's stopping you from not buying it, or not. Uh, no, I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. Think- I'm just saying if okay. the question is, if the question is, do you think they should they needed to make this? I'm like, no, they didn't need to make this. But like, if but you also want to again, buy this it, isn't for whatever. gamers who have already played the game. <laughs> But well, this is for the, the people thing. who are going to it, watch the next season of the show, probably. A little bit of both, because yes. I, I feel like it's it's a thing of a hundred percent that the audience coming in off the off the TV show, which is fine. Like get your money and all that sort of stuff right off the success of that show. Like that's fine. I do think a lot of what's in this game is made for people who've already played it. So it's sort of like the port, the idea of just like re-putting this game on shelves is for people who haven't played it. But a lot of the all the extra content is actually for people who have played the game. I mean, it's interesting because it, I guess it's kind of, it's like a game of the year edition of the game, except, mm. you know, there wasn't any previous DLC to justify a game of the year. <laughs> yeah. So they just it's invented Because what you get here is the game visually, I honestly, I need to watch like a digital foundry video or something like that. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm sure, it would, yeah. It's that I need to watch both break- times. Those would be the yeah. two major. The, the most noticeable thing at the gate that I did notice is it's at 60 frames now. So that that is cool. Like That should be enough, frames. you know. That is cool. Um, the lost level things, I've only done one of. I need to go do the other one. Um, they're cool, but again, they're like very short. It's literally like, here's an unfinished level. Imagine what playing an unfinished level is like. It's that, you know. It's not that exciting it's just like a bunch of lines <laughs> not quite that but um i need to <laughs> turn like on Trump? the commentary for, yeah maybe i need to turn on the commentaries this is why i haven't done my review that yet there's still a few yeah. th- few things i need to play around with but it's also worth pointing out none of it's exciting enough for me to have already done it because i just don't really care enough and yeah. I, it sounds like i'm being super negative but i don't really want to be it's just like obviously i love the last of us part too i think it's absolutely a phenomenal game um, I think I gave it a 10. I have no fucking idea. Probably. I should have. Yeah. If I didn't, I was an idiot. You know, like, game is 100% a 10. Game is 100% a 10 out of 10. Right now, yeah. So, and this is why, like, reviewing these remake things is weird because it's like, well, it's just the same game as a 10, but then yeah. you have to review it on its own, sort of like, is it worth spending this In the context of it being. This? Yeah. In the context of it being released now. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the interesting conundrum because, yeah, I look at. I've got like a quality critics spreadsheet and we've got reviews 
the last of us ranging from as low as a seven through to a ten so yeah and which which to be honest i totally get it with the seven i get it in the in the confines of like a remaster territory like a re-release territory is is this a well done package it's fine I don't know. You put a ten out of ten game in the package, you know. Yeah. I guess it. Yeah. It's 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 sort of like you just need I, the context to like, add to that score. So I want to. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, and I'm ninety nine percent sure this is how I, I want to start doing game reviews like this in the future for this. Similar to similar to how I review Blu-rays, which is I have a separate score for the movie to the special features. So like movie score. Just the movie as itself, score. And then the other part, I think I just do thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, I just do thumbs up, thumbs down for overall package of special features and what, like this release, like, you know, thumbs up, double thumbs up, you know, score movie. I feel like that might be how I'll comfortably go. Well, there's the score of the game. Here's what I think this package is. Package is shit. Game's great. You know, like, that could be a good way, though. I was thinking. Could be. I don't know if there's going to be that many use cases for that. You know, I don't know these days. We get one. We get a couple of these at least. I think. Well, <laughs> I think this is probably the shortest between remake release and remaster. So true. Everything else is like a, at least a decade. But I mean, even if you like Tomb Raider's coming out, right? Is it? <laughs> So they're doing a two Raider one to three re- remaster. Oh, like, yeah, okay, that that makes sense. Like the even Metal stuff Gear like that, you could do the same and be like Tomb Raider one. Like off off top of my mind, I'd be like Tomb Raider one's probably like a seven. Tomb Raider two, I think it's probably like an eight. Tomb Raider three, I think it's the best one's probably like a nine in my mind. Right? That's just my memories of playing those games. Mm-hmm. So you could review them all and just be like these games as games, and then the package separately. And the package looks fucking great because you can turn off the, they're doing the whole, you can change the graphics and like styles and all that sort of shit. That, I don't know. Anyway, um, God of War, Ragnarok, Valhalla. I'll talk about that for a hot second. Uh, did you play any of this at all? I played a couple of rounds. Barely yeah. got into it, really. Barely, uh, barely touched the story, really. I feel. Busy playing other things? Yes. Um, and just not, yeah, just not in the mood, you know. So I think the 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 craziest thing about this release, and the thing that shocked me the most is the trailer just makes it seem like it's a, I guess similar to the the Last of Us No Return shit, is they're like we're just going to give you more gameplay. Here, here's gameplay. Have fun, and that's what the trailer made it look like at the Game Awards. I boot it up like a lot of people to play it. And then you get into it and you're like, fuck, there's a lot of story in this. Like, <laughs> like a lot of actually good story, like necessary eventful story moments for Kratos as a character. Um, and it's shocking how 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 much it just continues and continues in the more you play. So I, I finished this whole DLC. I think I got all the trophies. I think so. No, maybe not. I got most of the trophies at least. I did a lot of the I've done a few. Oh no, I haven't. There's a few runs left I got to do. I think to get some other stuff. But um, it's yeah. So it's a roguelike God of War mode. You run through it. You come back to the 
the shores of Valhalla, the gates of Valhalla. You enter, you're running through it every single time. But again, it is insane how much, because they could have just done such a throw in, like, just a side story. It doesn't really matter for everything. But I think, because, and again, this is a PlayStation podcast. This I'm sure most people who care have, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but like, this starts getting into Kratos's. He's basically being asked to take up the mantle of God of War for Norse region. Like that's an empty chair now, mm. you know. Like, and they're wanting someone to to do it. And um, what's her name? Um, the girl. Tia. Fuck. Who? No. Uh. No. I'm saying the God. No. Is it just Freya? Tia. Uh. Freya. Yeah. Yeah. So Freya's like comes into it at one point after your second or third run she like shows up there with all the whatever yep. the guardian angel that's kind of where whatever. i got to <laughs> yeah so she shows up they all show up and they're like what are you doing this is crazy and she you know they have a back and forth conversation but so yeah a lot of this the the background for this and the runs is kratos digging through his past in particularly his greek side of his past and coming to terms with that, and because he doesn't want to take up the the mantle again, because it obviously has a a connotation to him of his dark, more violent past, and that's not the person he is anymore. You know, he's he is not that person. He doesn't want to become that person again. So uh, that's what this deals with. And it does an absolutely phenomenal job, I think, of having that be a very singular story and devoting a lot of time to get Kratos to build through this. And weirdly, this well, not weirdly, but like this roguelike version of it helps. It's sort of the perfect way to tell this story, I think, for what he he, he goes through in this. Um, I'll spoil, I'll skip ahead a couple minutes if you don't want absolutely no spoilers at all, but I'll, I'll, like all roguelikes, and in particular, I guess Hades is the one of the most popular ones of recent times. When you reach the end, quote unquote the end, there's the, the big, boss at the end there um you will have to beat that person several times to reach the the ending of the game but um up the top it's tear that's who the the person who invited kratos to mm. to take part in this he's the one who wrote the secret letter so he's the one testing and trying to push kratos because he wants him to take up that mantle um and you have to fight him over and over again. But every time you fight him, Kratos is having different conversations with him about things that he's discovered on his journey and stuff like that, which I think is very really cool. And the other thing is that I guess, unless you played and did some of the side missions for for Ragnarok, you never, this is actually the first time a lot of people would actually be interacting with real tier. Yeah. Because yeah. you can go find him and release him. Um, he's like hidden away in this prison mm-hmm. thing. Um, but if you only play the core version of Ragnarok, obviously... Again, spoilers for Ragnarok, but Tier, the, the version of Tier you're interacting with the whole game is Odin. So um, that's another interesting thing. Um, but yeah, very cool. I highly recommend anyone, if you didn't get a chance to play it, is well worth playing. It's free. I can't believe it is free. I would have, I definitely feel like in the realm of like, well, how much would this be worth it? Like, this is easy. Like, they could charge $20 for this. And then I would have sat here and told you that it was well worth every dollar and you should pay for it. You know, so the, the fact it's free is crazy. So, um, because even just the the gameplay side of stuff, the way they change that up, and you know, you lift up, you lift up a chest, and you get to sort of you can pick a direction to sort of um go down of like making sure to pick up axe upgrades or javelin upgrades or you know chain upgrades and um, commit to one direction more than another, and like your runs will change and the weapons you use will change and 
and stuff like that. And uh, you get to buy like permanent upgrades. It's got all the shit here that you would expect. So it was crazy how good it was. All right, let's run through some PlayStation news. Uh, let's start with a little bit of a catch-up, I guess. Uh, January's PlayStation Plus stuff. Let's go through that quickly before we get into February, because that'll be next episode, I presume. Uh, but January's titles were Playtale Requiem, Evil West, and Nobody Saves the World. Um, any thoughts on these the three months? Yeah, the three games for this month, Ash? I mean, Anything it's a solid month. Uh, you know, Playtale Requiem is a good get, I'm assuming. Uh, the only one I played is Nobody Saves the World, which I had the review for, which is really good. So I recommend playing that. Really good uh, uh, from uh, Drinkbox. Yeah, Drinkbox. Uh, yeah, so I'm cool to add that to my... Um, I'd rather... I'm not going to play it anytime soon, but I'm glad to have no. that on PlayStation <laughs> now. Um, Playtale Requiem, I'll add to the list of things I want to play alongside the first Playtale. Um, and Evil West is actually the one on this list I've played. So I played that on PC mm. um, when it released. It was actually a lot of fun. Like, it's very AAA. Um, it looks like a... like The art looks like something you couldn't play, Ash, but it's not actually scary. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's, it's dumb. It's full of rats. Oh, it's no, just don't. no, no, no. Evil West. I mean, like, Evil West. It looks Sorry. like a horror game, but it's, it's just it's like a first person. It's just dumb first person shooter. Hmm. Just like taking on hordes of enemies. Very double A bullshit. But um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Had dumb characters and dumb story. Um, then we got the PlayStation Plus uh, catalog, so extra premium stuff. So uh, added in January, Tiny Tina's Wonderland Next Level Edition. Resident Evil 2, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Lego City Undercover, Just Cause 3, Session Skate Sim, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, Vampire and the Masquerade, Swan Song, Surviving the Aftermath, Rallycross, Star Wars Episode 1, Phantom Menace, Street (laughs) Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, Legend of Mana, Secret of Mana, and... Oh, no, we don't get that. That's fucked. Anyway, I don't know. Hold on, no, hold on. I was trying to double check this part at the end. I forgot if... Um, uh, uh, this part here where it says PlayStation Plus Premium Deluxe Memories have access to a curated catalog of 100 movies, blah, 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 and curated content from Crunchyroll will be included. Ooh. So I don't know what's going to be included because it says like these uh, select series from Crunchyroll will be available for these members in these categories. Um, it says Netherlands, blah, 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 blah. I bet then it says select other areas. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But uh, anything from the that list that I you think is cool or anything from this month? I, um, mean, I would I was about to say and... <laughs> Star Wars, obviously, you know, the, the heavy hitters. So. Yeah, Tiny Tina is the one that, like, you know, I always wanted to get around to playing, but never did. So uh, now it's there for whenever I have time. Yep. That's a solid little library there. Solid little library. It'll be another think, 40 so. hours time, probably. Yeah. Um, I think I've already got Swan Song somewhere. Anyway, but I actually do want to play those those Vampire Masquerade narrative games. Um, Star Wars, I would actually 100% play again. I love that game. The, the episode one. one. Hmm. Um, and I presume it's got trophies, which I haven't looked into, but I played the ever-living fuck out of that back in the day, so... Uh, and Secret of Mana is there if I ever decide I want to 
have a million hours to play. That's the one that came out like a year or two ago where you could switch between art styles and it's like the remake one or whatever. So cool little addition. All right, slightly moving towards the end of 2023, but before we talk, uh, fully get over talking about it forever, let's run through PlayStation Blog's PS Blog Game of the Year 2023 winners. See what you think about what they awarded stuff here. So, best new character. They gave the bronze cup trophy to Clive Rosfield from Final Fantasy 16. Silver trophy to Craven. Marvel Spider-Man 2, the gold trophy to Astarian from Baldur's Gate 3, and the platinum went to Venom from Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Now, I'm calling bullshit because they're not new character. It's not a new character. That's not a new character. Craven's not a new but, character. I mean, it's a new video game character for the franchise. But They've been yeah, in video games before. It's a, it's a <laughs> bit of a stretch. Uh, yes, very much a clear PlayStation first-party bias there. Yeah, I, well, yeah, obviously for party bus, but I, ju- I just think, yeah, I was like, at, at least Clive and Asterian, a new, <laughs> new video game characters, completely I mean, original. Asterian's from something, right? Or no, Inspired? No, I think it's correct. Just a full original. Okay, well, yeah, there you go. So even better. But like, I, I don't think any of them at least video games. So, uh, best story: Bronze, Final Fantasy sixteen, Silver, Alan Wake two, Gold, Baldur's Gate three. Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. PlayStation list, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'd say Alan Wake 2 Silver's offensive, but... Mm. <laughs> uh, well, every trophy counts done, so... It's true. Uh, PlayStation Graphical Showcase. Bronze, Final Fantasy 16. Silver, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Gold, Alan Wake 2. Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. And this one I don't really argue with because what uh, what other PlayStation game did come out last year that is a graphical showcase for the PlayStation, I guess. This one you can't I really guess. Like, if I'm going to show off the power of the PS5, PlayStation, uh, Spider-Man 2 is a good option. That's Put on it. those I'll graphical like, settings. And run at 28 frames. Anyway, best art direction, bronze trophy, Sea of Stars. Silver trophy, Diablo 4. Gold trophy, Baldur's Gate 3. Platinum, Alan Wake 2. Fair. That's a bit of a better varied list, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I can get down with that one. Best audio design, bronze, Resident Evil 4. Silver, Hogwarts Legacy. Gold, Alan Wake 2. Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. The only award I've seen anywhere where Hogwarts Legacy got anything is this tro- is this list. Even that's a stretch. The only way people could enjoy Hogwarts Legacy is to close their eyes and pay attention to the audio. Hear the sounds of transphobes in the distance. Um... <laughs> Soundtrack of the year, Bronze, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Silver, Baldur's Gate 3, Gold, Final Fantasy 16, Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Not shocking. Best accessibility features, Bronze, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Silver, Street Fighter 6, Gold, Resident Evil 4, Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. No comment. We don't really understand how, well, obviously, we don't, we don't use accessibility. Uh, best use of DualSense Controller. 
Bronze, Resident Evil 4. Silver, Alan Wake 2. Gold, Hogwarts Legacy. Platinum, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yep. I can't remember what... The, oh, it, like, rang and everything. The DualSense, like, made ringing noises and the yeah. phone and... I know, the... Obviously, the, the adaptive, adaptive triggers, triggers for the super song and slinging yeah. and... Yeah. I feel like as time's gone on, I pay less and less attention. I don't know if that's bad or... Like, it used to be so exciting and now you're just like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Taking it for granted. Something. Yeah, I very much am. Uh, best multiplayer experience. Bronze, Street Fighter Six. Silver, Mortal Kombat 1. Gold. Oh, fucking forgetting how to say it. Was. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, and then Platinum, Baldur's Gate 3. That was a shocking Ooh. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, surprising. Like Call of Duty always wins. Well, people hated this year's, right? True. Even though it wasn't the multiplayer they hated, like the carryover hatred just brought it down. Mm. Best ongoing game. Bronze, No Man's Sky. Silver, Final Fantasy 14. 14. Yeah, fucking too many Final Fantasies. Gold, GTA, on, GTA Online, and Platinum Fortnite. Fair. Best expansion, Destiny 2 Lightfall, Bronze, Silver, Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways, Gold, Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores, Platinum, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. No God of War. I feel like that's... Coming I mean, too late. But, yeah, true. A best sports game. Bronze, NBA 2K24. Silver, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Turbo, two turbocharged. Gold, The Crew, Motorfest, and Platinum, EA Sports, FC24. What do yep. you reckon of that one? I think they're very happy that they cancelled their deal with FIFA. Yeah. They're like, it doesn't matter, see? No one cares. Doesn't matter. Nobody cared <laughs> that we didn't have the FIFA anyway. license anymore. Bronze. Uh, sorry, what am I reading now? Best independent game. Best... Best independent game of the year. Bronze, Humanity. Silver, Dredge. Gold, Blasphemous 2. Platinum, Sea of Stars. See, PlayStation could do a best indie game nah. list properly. Where is Day of the Dove? <laughs> Not on PlayStation. That's, that's Best oh, yeah, that PSVR <laughs> 2 game. Yeah, it's actually not on PlayStation. So. Uh, bronze, Star Wars. Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Silver, Knock. Gold, Horizon Colder Mountain. Platinum, Resident Evil Village VR mode. I think it's sad state of affairs when a VR mode for a game is the <laughs> is the game. number one. Yeah. Best PS4 game of the year. Bronze, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Silver, Lies of P. Gold, Resident Evil 4. Platinum, Hogwarts Legacy. Cool. PS5 game of the year. Bronze, Alan Wake 2. Silver, Final Fantasy 16. Gold, Baldur's Gate 3. Platinum, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Shocking. Studio of the Year. Bronze, Square Enix, Silver, City Project Red, Gold, Larian Studios, Platinum, Insomniac Games. Shocking. Yep. Most anticipated game of 2024 and beyond. Beyond. Uh, bronze, Dragon's Dogma 2, Silver, Marvel's Wolverine, Gold, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Platinum, Final Fantasy, no, fucking, Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> fucking Final Fantasy Online. Yep. Can't get out of my head now. Jesus Christ. All right. That's their awards. And now what yeah. do they got for the 20? Thank God PlayStation. Uh, thank God Spider-Man 2 finally won some rewards. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, I don't know how Insomniac would have survived, you know? Yep. Would have had to go bankrupt. So, yeah. uh, PlayStation blog continuing. Had that had up enough posts. PlayStation 2024 highlights. So at first I was like, 
Whoa, did I time travel? <laughs> like, we're already looking back at the year. That's crazy. But so this is their post. They're like, here's what we've got coming out this year. Let's get excited. Kim, um, I think these are all the this, games we're releasing. These are exclusive yeah. games to play yeah. PlayStation this year. You can enjoy. I think this list is evident of why PlayStation needs a, an event to announce some shit. Because they're like going through this. I'm like, there's nothing happening so far. So they write, 2023 is coming to a close. It's over. Uh, but even as we shut the book on incredible 12 months gaming, we can look forward to even more delights coming in the year ahead. 2024 promises a generous helping of returning icons and new delights. Opening year with the salvo of The Last of Us 2 Remastered, Tekken 8, and Helldivers 2. Between those and after, even more titles. Blah, 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 blah. So their list is of things to get excited about. Tekken 8 comes out on a couple days from now, January 26th. Cool. Uh, not for us, but understand it is a it's a game <laughs> i understand it's a video game um then they've got get excited for this the deep earth collection for ps5 accessories now no no what i love about this is <laughs> the the red and the cobalt blue you could already get mm-hmm. what you really got to get excited for is you can yeah. finally get sterling silver yeah and it's Not been actual a long time sterling coming. silver just it's, it's the color of sterling silver yeah it, it's been a long time coming you know so I, I don't know if it was just just you, but I, I I've been holding out. I've been I've been can't wait. So anyway, don't going to buy any of them until they're all available. So that's out on um, Invasion Day. If you want something to do that day, <laughs> if you want to celebrate, if you want to fucking celebrate, yeah, so, uh, take do that. Go and get these uh, PlayStation covers that uh, yeah. represent the Earth games that, that people yeah. stole from yep. the native people of these land. Yeah. Yeah, go down to EB Games and see. I'm here to pick up the Deep Earth collection, you know, um, from the ground of the land that we fucking stole from rightful owners. Um, <laughs> do that, pay 160 bucks or whatever, enjoy. <clears throat> Helldivers 2. To EB. EB, yeah. That's right. Helldivers 2 comes out February 8th. It's gone gold. Saw that news post a couple of days ago. This is a good one. Yes. I'm keen. We, we can, we're keen for Helldivers, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Are we? Bit, I mean, it's I, definitely I, an I interesting hear. title. Like, I want to. You know, it seems like it'll be a fun multiplayer experience. Yeah, that's the idea. Hopefully, you know? it's fun to play. Like, it's, I wouldn't uh, be. Hopefully, uh, if it's a like better version of what was the the one from last year, the co-op multiplayer one. You got it, Outriders. That's it. Yeah, right. Outriders. It's a be- better version of Outriders. Than... I mean, I liked Outriders though. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. The funniest thing about Outriders is everyone's like playing it co-op. I just played the whole thing solo for review. Played like a couple <laughs> hours session once with Kieran and was like. I've already played like yeah. 30, 40 hours. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I think done. we played together and you're like way overpowered and me and Karen yeah. was just like struggling to get through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the downside of yeah, the review. review. Mm. Anyway, Helldivers 2. Came for that February 8th. All right, we'll, we'll allow that one. So Tekken 8, yep, fine. Deep Earth Collection, no. Helldivers 2. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Pulse Elite Wireless Headset. Isn't this already out? I thought this was already out. <laughs> or, or was it just people get got review copies? Review. Is that in America, units? I think? Okay. I think that was the thing? Could be. Is that in America, but not here? I think that's how it went. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, because they, they sort of timed it up with the, but the handheld thing. Whatever that thing was called. PlayStation what Portal. Called? I'm sure it's somewhere on this list as well. Yeah, probably is. 
Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, February 29th, obviously one of the biggest games of the year. We'll fully allow it. However, I do want to point out again, that's been, that's on a PlayStation, like, it's exclusive, but, like, the only game so far on this list that's been published by PlayStation is Helldivers 2. Mm-hmm. Just to put in perspective. So, yes, we're very excited for Final Fantasy. Who isn't? Everyone's playing it. Foam Stars. Coming out yes. a couple weeks. It's going to PlayStation Essentials or it's whatever. It's coming out the same week as Helldivers 2 on yep. PlayStation Plus. Yep. Dumb. So when we when we're dropping in the foam, when we're foaming up, when are we getting the whole bubble? Never ever say that again out loud. <laughs> I do not yeah, want a little bit of a bubbly. What's the rest? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Fucking foam stars. All right. Then we got Rise of the Ronin. All right, so we're back. Yes. Team Ninja, Samurai game, March twenty second. Published by Sony. All right, very good. All right, this is the this is the, this is their good first shit. big this is their first big game of the year. Like Helldivers, I understand, but that's more that's that's uh, no offense to Helldivers, but like that's not a big game, right? And you'll be like, yeah, but what about Final Fantasy? And I'm like, again, I'm talking about Sony published PlayStation published games. published published yeah. Rise of Ronin is that that's their their March big first game of the year. Last of Us doesn't count. That's a re- that's a that's a, that they're like his little taster. You know, he's he's something. Mm-hmm. You've had it before. It tastes just as good. Have it again. Rise of Ronin, we're excited for. Stellar Blade. Now. Untated. Yeah. Coming in 2024. This could be cool. It's a, it's one of these, Um, I can't remember. Is it a Korean? Slash. Yeah, Korean. Yeah, I was fucking sorry. I clicked off for a second. Uh, yeah, so this one they announced like years ago. It always looks very cool in all the trailers, but I have no idea if it'll actually look uh, play as well as it looks. But I'm keen. But yes, so that will be published by Sony. It's uh, like a Korean indie game. It doesn't look like an indie game, but it is basically. Um, 2024, keen. Destiny 2, The Final Shape. That's the end of the article. It's not a very long article. Is no, it it's two? not. No. And this is my problem. This is my, this is my problem. This is what I'm saying. I just, uh, coming into 2024, I know we had this discussion what seems like months ago whenever we last recorded this, this podcast, but I'm not, yep. I'm not feeling super strong about PlayStation coming into the year. You know, and reading through that list. And that's not yep. to say things can't change, but it's very much of... Yeah, like what, when what they announced the state of play right after this episode drops. Shut up. I'm kind of willing it into existence so we can finally find some <laughs> just information. Don't do that to me. Anyway, I mean, I'll happily take a state of play. We can't, we, my point is, yes, we need one. I need announcements yeah. and shit. I don't need leak stuff. By the way, just to quickly touch on that leak stuff, I didn't look at anything. I've only ever seen the Twitter headlines. I don't give a fuck. Don't go looking at that stuff is my advice. Yeah, I mean, I'm That's glad that we were kind it. of off because, you know, I feel like my feelings kind of swayed up and down around the, you know. I think I it was it. bad taste to talk about the leaked information as soon as it dropped. But now that the information is kind of disseminated, you know, it's probably fair game to bring it up if it's appropriate to the conversation. I feel, then this is the thing I talk about. I think it's fine to talk about and report on a leak that's a thing that happened. 
I think it's bad or a hack. Sorry, a hack. Yes, it's important to clarify a hack that happens and like talk about and report on that and whatever else and talk about in podcast. Like it's news that's happening. I think that the key difference is I have not watched or looked at anything. So I can't actually and will never mm. be able to tell you what was in the, the hack and information and videos and whatever else. Because I did not want to participate. So I can't talk about it. I feel I'm like sure, that's the like, difference. I feel like other people will bring it up in other places and then you'll learn stuff from I'm sure. That was from. I mean, the only big information that we learned, I've learned from the hack is like the game cost a lot of money to make. Well, Spider-Man 2 yeah. made a, cost a lot of money to make. And made everybody seem to question how double A, triple A games are being made at the moment. Uh, but is like any of that shocking? So yeah. No. So exactly. What are you going to do? I have people at work talking about it and be like, "Oh my god, did you did you did you look at the thing?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, and I this is what I go full like old man mode, teaching these kids. No, I'm not looking. I'll tell you why. It's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> you know? Like, don't look at that shit. It's illegal. It's fucked. And you know it you knew and it was you illegal. know it's you know you can do better. They were literally blackmailed. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it, the information dropped and everybody knew knows where the information came from. And the thing is, I heard the exact same excuse from someone at work. Who, who I've seen a million times people on Twitter. It's just, oh, yeah, but I just want to know more, like, about Wolverine, right? And I'm like, I get it. But now, whether you realize or not, you look at any of that shit, and you're, like, going to be having conversations about, man, I hope that they can change X, Y, Z thing that, you know, like, your your thought path is now. What you saw. Yeah, even though. This unfinished about- version. Yeah, Mid, you're talking about an in-development yeah, project. Yeah. PlayStation Productions news, first time in 2024, and we've already had a, a new movie announced for PlayStation Productions, so they're kicking the year yes. off. By the way, I rewatched uh, Grand Turismo the other night. It's still pretty fun. Yeah. Side note, yeah. It's crazy it's that guy's in Top Ben, right? Yeah, in retro, rewatching that, I was like, <laughs> the guy, you're the guy. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Lifestyle writes, Sony's PlayStation production says Green Leader movie based on Supermassive Games horror title Until Dawn. The movie will be directed by David F. Sandberg of Shazam fame. The script is penned by Blair Butler, the invitation, with Gary D- Daverman, it, Annabelle, doing the latest pass on the script. News uh, news on Until Dawn movie was first shared by The Hollywood Reporter. PlayStation Studios and PlayStation Productions executive Hazard Quizabash said in a statement that the movie is being made by, quote, a creative dream team comprised of the game's fans. Until Dawn releases 2005, PlayStation exclusive, of course, uh, da, 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 da. as a partnership, quote, as our partnership with Sony Pictures continues to grow, we're thrilled to work on our first movie of Screen Gems. Uh, we have a creative dream team working on Until Dawn, all huge fans of the games, end quote, said... Uh, it's hard. Uh, I assume they just get everyone who was in the game to play their parts again because most <laughs> of them were actors, right? I think that's yeah. Uh, I mean, about this latest annou- yeah, announcement. I mean, it's interest. This is the most probably the most interesting choice out of all of them because it's it seems like the most difficult because it's like because yeah, it's a choose your own adventure. It's yeah. a choose your own adventure. Like so, now they have to literally like a choose canon, a canon adventure. Yeah, ending. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, absolutely. They just bring everybody back because everybody was outside of Hayden Pateri pretty young uh, and could redo the roles. Uh, but if they're not going to actually get everybody back, they should just go with a completely new cast. That's my opinion. Black Scroll. Well, yeah, I mean, most if everybody's my... involved, get, get rid of everybody. Yeah, it's like, so big names. You got like, so Hayden Panateria, I think you could get to do it. Peter Stomar would do it. But Rami she, Malik? You know. Yeah, Rami Malik might be a stretch. You know, it depends on how many, uh, if he's got any other work coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Brett Dalton. And they might, might have all aged out of being uh, teenagers. College students. Yeah. College students. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Maybe they'll go to Newcast. I don't know. Or get them in cameo roles or something like that, I guess, would be the. Yeah. The thing. Um, the, the thing, like, I'm. It's, here's, here's my reaction and how I talked myself out of it. When this was announced, mm. I went, that's dumb. Because as you just said, choose your own adventure. What's the point? Like, you're, you're taking what made this a good video. That's game what made idea, it special. Yeah. Yeah. And taking that away to turn it into a movie. But then I turned around because, as someone who's obviously, this movie's not really going to be for you. Um, as someone who it would be for, and someone who obviously really likes horror movies, I was like, you know what? We don't really get enough, like, just straight teen slashes anymore. So, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I turned myself around on it. So, whatever it takes, you know, to get yeah. what you want. Yeah. That's what they're saying. All right. And last news story for the week uh, The Last of Us season two has begun casting its uh, characters. So, we know the first three main new characters that are being cast in the show. So I'll sort of read them backwards from, I guess, smaller to larger part. So young Mazzino has been cast as Jesse in yes. the show. Uh, Jesse is like one of the... One of the people of? from the village. Yeah, yeah, I guess like friends from the settlement. Ellie and... Yeah, help one out. One of the people goes, on patrol... Yeah, it goes out. It's like he's like the leader of the patrols, I guess. Like he's put in charge and yeah. like, yeah. So that's that guy. Um, he was really good in Beef as well. As someone who's watched that, yeah. so um, you didn't watch it, did you? Mm, I didn't get past the first episode, but maybe I should go back. You didn't like it, or no? It was just very tense, and then yeah, I don't the, think you'll like the stuff it. I think, it, I think it's yeah. I think it's way too. I don't think yeah. There's that whole shit that happened after the fact, but I also don't feel like it's a you show. It's like way too like like. You know, that stuff you hate. I feel like about, I need like, to support the Asians. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. But you know, you hate that, um, like, offhand, secondhand embarrassment yeah. sort of awkwardness yeah. stuff. The show's just full of that shit, so I don't know. Um, Dina has been cast. Isabella Merced is playing Dina. Uh, yeah. She is also so, known as Dora the Explorer. Yep, Dora the Explorer. And also in the upcoming Madam Web. Oh, this year's smash hit, Madam Web. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, I guess the you know the little girl who was standing in the background wasn't turns out wasn't Dina. That everybody thought was uh, Dina in the show. I mean, they the could settlement episode. They could say it was just obviously a different actor, but aged up. I don't know. Completely face transplant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the world of the Last of Us will do crazy things to your face. Just get AI to fix it, you know? Yep. 
And of course, most importantly, the big casting choice, Caitlin Deva. Is that how we say her last name? A diva. I've never had to say that. Like, diva has been cast as Abby. She is known, of course, for I guess mostly Booksmart, and I would say, um, what was the the other show where she gets addicted to drugs? Um, uh, yeah, that one, the drug Girls? one, Dope Smart. No, Dope. Yes, Dope That's Sick. It? Dope Sick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dope Sick, which is a really good show, and she's fantastic in that. But they're the two I think of at my book smart and that. So, um, yeah, so that's the biggest casting, and that one's the other two or whatever. I feel like most people went, yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah, uh, this fine. is the one where people went ballistic, I feel. And again, it's mostly just around the size body thing, which gets into a whole territory. And I saw a lot of people bring it up, and I, I do get it. It's like, someone's cast and the first reaction is she's not big enough. And then I saw people saying, well, what's like, why are we going straight to this body shaming like shit and like assuming she can't and you know, like all these different, but then I say people would be like, why can't you cast girls who are already that size? It's a whole. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to go that route again. Maybe we're only seeing a small fraction of Abby this season. And, you know, it's because it seems like they're going to production soon from the, all the information. They're going to production so. soon because it's coming out like, I'd assume the same, same time next year, like February next year, right? So, yeah. Um, um, I personally, and I'm happy for people to, to get me to change my thoughts on this, but yeah, I personally don't view, I just don't think casting someone and then them bulking up as different like as a like inclusive or include uh, like not being inclusive in casting you know what I mean like I'm I'm just like it's just it's like a muscle mass thing you know so I just don't yeah it's like why do they cast Chris Pratt as uh Star Lord yeah. when he was and he, chubby he dude was from he had Parks dad body yeah he was dad bod then he, until dad bod yeah yeah the, which he he is the biggest case of if anyone has the right amount of money and time and a personal trainer yeah. anyone can get buff. yeah <laughs> yeah commitment but the thing is time and money for most people yeah because he he and like most people like Hugh Jackman at the moment they're spending yeah. you know they're getting paid they're doing basically yeah full-time job work just training Mm -hmm. no one in real life who has to work a real job has that time to get that ripped and that buff is the is the yeah (laughs) is the thing so and in the flashbacks she is she looks like a girl yeah so which they could all record first anyway yeah i'm obviously i feel like i can say we're both a fan of her and stuff we've watched her in so I'm yes. I'm fine with this casting I would have never picked it I'm fine with it though out of it yeah out of everybody in the world that wasn't the most likely choice but yeah because uh, we all just kept trying to think of people who are actually who are that muscular, size currently yeah but she's a very good actress she has the range for the character I think in particular when I think about the full range of Abby Mm-hmm. I think she, like, I, especially when I look at her range as seen in um, Dope Sick, yeah. I think that's a really good point to look at for someone who can 
be ultra strong at one point in that show and then also have like a really like distraught weak side which you need to be able to do to do the full character of Abby so yeah, yeah you, you didn't get around to watch no one will save you which is the other one that people cite as like a key reason why she got the role that's the alien one the right? alien invasion yeah no it's on my or list alien. I still want to yeah. watch it um, I nearly watched it the other night actually but I watched something else instead um, yes I nearly watched it before I did my top horror movies because people kept saying I saw a few people put it on theirs and I was like no like I just knew deep down I'm like no matter how good this is I'll just I just don't think it's going to be as good enough to get it into my top 10 so I, I didn't bother watching it before then so. yeah. okay I'll watch it alright that's everything for this week the first episode of Platinum Explosion for 2024 uh, tell your friends tell your mum you know pass word of the show do all those things whatever you need to do hopefully we have a good year of PlayStation ahead full of surprises that'd be good they come out next week and go here here's our full slate of first party stuff it's all great you're actually gonna love all these live service games fuck just stop I can't but in the year, you'll be you'll be loving first party games, <laughs> uh, for live service games. You'll if that's all, all I've it. got to list, uh, look forward to. I don't have a lot to look forward to in life anymore. <laughs> all right, let's know any comments, questions, or concerns you've had about this week's show and anything that we've discussed. You can do that by zeding at us explosionnetwork.com slash twitter. Go to our Discord explosionnetwork.com slash discord and chat to us over there if you like. And if you like the show and/or the website explosionnetwork.com, you should support us on our coffee page explosionnetwork.com slash support. Buy some coffee over there. Uh, and check out the website, explosionnumber.com, for everything, including all the other podcasts we do. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts.